popping. I'm Funny Guy 88, your host. Or you can call me that guy, because I'm that guy. And you already know, we popping. JK be going crazy. What's poppin'? 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 We live. Every episode we poppin'. We've been in this studio, y'all, just chopping it up, man. Every episode we poppin'. Every episode we talkin'. What's poppin'? Been chopping it up today, man. I was bored at home. I was like, man, I need to get out the house, man. So came up to the studio. Dang, that's a clear picture today. But came up to the studio and just That's cause your face ain't ashy today. Oh, that's what it is. Yeah, that's all. Dang. Shout out to Black Ice for giving everybody the wrong uh wrong team to vote for a couple weeks ago, man. Shout out to the uh, LA Lions. Tune in Wednesday, seven PM every week here on What's Poppin' Podcast. No, I can cut her headphones down, though. The last person that was there, they had their um, headphones all the way up. Shout out to Black Ice, man, for... Uh, I had to call him, though, to get down here. I put it out there on Facebook, like, man, I'm about to do a podcast. Who's trying to come up here? Listen, and when you old like me... Old. I be chilling. How old are you? That's... I don't... I'm like a female. I don't tell my age. Just guess it. They say I'm, I look 18, I'm going to go with that. I guess you said you are a female now. That's why you wear the bras, the big bras. <laughs> hey, shout out to Black Ice, man. If you have not heard yet, man, shout out to Black Ice for being a feature on my my hit song. It ain't We, we ain't been working on it like we should, promoting yeah, it. we got to get the video together. But uh, Big Boy is going to be one of the biggest songs in 2022 in, from this area, especially when we do that video. Especially when they do that video. But shout out for Boo coming in here. She might have to pull that mic close to her. We cannot hear nothing. Is that close enough? Yeah, we can hear you, even when you whisper. There you go. So shout out to her, man. City Commissioner. Bunika is in the building. And we're not here to talk about city business or anything like that. But we just here to talk, man, you know, to the community about any and everything. Um, we was talking about a little politics, but we're not going to talk about it here on air. Um, what's been going on, on Black Eye, since Wednesday, man? I ain't seen you since Wednesday. What's been going on is work, work, adult life, work, home, naps. I'm old. Didn't you just hear that? <laughs> movies, but, but it, movies but, and movies like everybody else in the world because Ronan has conditioned us to be that way. You know what I've been watching, man? I've been um, watching this Netflix documentary. Um, first of all, I started watching the hip hop um, evolution. I think that's what it was. Hip hop evolution. Yeah. So it's like four seasons and it tells you like how hip hop first started, what it sounded like before hip hop. And like, I don't realize that I was born doing it. You know what I'm saying? Like I was, I mean, you know, you was too, cause you know, you older than me, but, <laughs> but I was born through most of the, like the great um, parts of hip hop, you know, and didn't realize it cause I was probably like a little kid and stuff. So just to remember that. And then like you hear some music and it just remind you of your childhood. And that was good. And then, Somebody at work told me to watch the Kanye West. I think it's uh Yeah, he he on uh, Netflix. What is it what is it called? Ju what is it called? Genius, but it's not spelled genius. It's not spelled like genius, but that's been so good because everybody know Kanye West is crazy, but he could be crazy, he might not be crazy. It depends on who you ask, but I can see that he was a real brother starting out, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And I can see like 
so many people played him. And then I also can see one thing that's recurring in every one of the things that I watched, even if it was the hip hop uh, rev- uh, evolution, I think that's what it's called, or you know, this uh, Kanye West thing. I noticed that a lot of people put their own money up, and I don't. I, the way that they do music back then, we're not doing it now. Everybody want a handout, and then it looks like people come out of nowhere, and then they just become famous. But no, they've been working behind the scene for years. Like I didn't realize that Kanye West. I mean, I know he a producer now, but I didn't know that he was a producer for like Jay Z or. All of them, like I ain't know yeah. most of them. Um, most of our um, famous hip hop artists, man, they used to be DJs before they was hip hop artists. And the way that they describe DJs is basically they was producers. They take two records and you know spin it around and, and and take the beats off of that record, and that's how they did the beats and how they did the loops and how they did the samples. Like, man, that's pretty cool, man. They used to have to work harder to do what you know the artists got to do now, and they still went out and physically work hard. Harder than these artists do. Hustle culture. You said what? Hustle culture. Yeah. yeah. You know, selling everything out of their car. And like if, if a, um, a, a label didn't catch them, they was going to put their own money into it. Yeah. So speaking of that, what, you know, you being an artist, you being an um, owner of the um, Black um, Black Ice Music Group, what do you think about that? I got gum in my mouth, so I'm sorry. <laughs> what do you think about that, Ice? Like what specifically? Um, like why do people not put in them uh, as much work as uh, what's going on with people I, work after that? I, I was just thinking about this today because I was thinking about I was uh actually watching. It's funny that you bring it up. I was watching the Fresh Prince of Bel Air, the new Bel Air. Hold on, let me stop you there, bro. Like, did you see my? Did you see my? <laughs> did you see what I said to Will on Twitter? I tagged Will Smith in there and say, now, Will Smith, you've been lying to us. Oh, yeah, yeah. I said, you've been lying to us, Will. You said it was About one little gun. fight. <laughs> Will Smith, you said it was one little fight and your mom got scared. No. That was a big fight, brother. But have you seen the Bel Air? I have not. Oh, we ain't go. Go ahead, but Well, no, it's just this one thing I took off. I was watching it today and about Anvia being an artist herself, but she hasn't done artwork. And she said, once you're an artist, you're always an artist. I'm not an ex-artist. I'm an artist. And whether you put something out years ago or whatever, you're always an artist. And that made me think about, like you said, the work ethic, the culture of doing that is that whatever, when you're an artist, it's not a regular nine to five. Right. That's what I was thinking about. Like, it's not a regular nine to five where you got to put in like, I can work two months out the year and have two albums done and sit and do nothing okay. the whole rest of the year, you know. So I was just thinking about the time that it takes to do an album, um, to make put in work that it's not a normal nine to five. And that's why the pay usually is not normal. I started thinking about that, like actors, the amount of time they put in. They don't just work nine to five. They might work for three months straight from sun up to sundown to do a movie. That's why they're getting paid all that money. So it started making me think about, you know, that aspect of it and like the pay and the time you put in. What do you feel about, uh, so I was watching this TED talk and I don't know who made me watch it. I think it was at work and we was watching this TED talk and I wish I had the TED talk before I could play it right now, but maybe I could find it on YouTube real quick. But in a TED talk, this guy had a son, his son went to school. He came back home proud to tell his dad about Rosa Parks. And in this story, he tells Rosa Parks, you know, the same story we probably heard. 
she was, you know, tired and she was older and she didn't, you know, she wasn't taking it no more. Like, this is it. I'm not going to get up for nobody. I'm going to sit here. My feet is tired and stuff like that. But that's all, like, when we talk about history, that's all we hear, right? Mm. But it's a bigger story than it because Rosa Parks wasn't even old at that age, like, at that time. But even though we see personally that she wasn't, our, she wasn't that old, but we still hear that, and so we continue to pass that story on. And then he continued to talk and was like, yeah, she had a long day at work. Then he described, like, what her job was. I think she was a seam, seamless. Seamstress. Seamstress. And uh, she, like, she wasn't on her feet all day. So, like, everything that we've been taught has been wrong. And they continue to, like, teach us wrong. Not only are they continue to teach us wrong, but they also... Controlling the narrative. Trying to control the narrative. Always. And so, like, how do you feel about that, especially with laws coming up where they might even take somebody out of the school history books? Like, this is history. We already, you know, some of us been taken, taken out of our own native land, taken away from our own native food, our own music, our own way of life, put on this land, and now we got to learn what you want us to learn. How do you feel about that? I always take what somebody tell me, and I do my own research anyway. Right. I'm not going to just go off what you tell me. I'm, I mean, I, I may take it, be like, okay, the way they said this. But I'm still going to research it and, and think for myself and figure it out for myself. And that's what a lot of I think the newer generation has that very well. Um, this newer generation, because they're like rebels in in the fact of they don't just go with the, the norm, per se, or just what's being said. They this is a fact they stand culture. up. Yeah, they definitely stand up for everything and in that aspect. But definitely just taking information. And now, I did research. find that TED talk. Y'all trying to watch it or not? 18 minutes. Y'all trying to watch it or not? Yeah. 18 minutes. We can we can cut it, son. In Montgomery, Alabama, about African-American history. Now, beautiful children. Elijah, 15, and Octavia, 12. When Elijah was in the fourth grade, he came to me, came home from school, bubbling over with excitement about what he had learned that day about African-American history. Now, I'm an African-American cultural studies professor, and so as you can imagine, African-American culture is kind of serious around my home, so I was very proud that my son was excited about what he had learned that day in school. So I said, well, what, what'd you learn? He said, I learned about Rosa Parks. I said, okay, what did you learn about Rosa Parks? He said, I learned that Rosa Parks was this frail old black woman in the 1950s <laughs> in Montgomery, Alabama, and she sat down on this bus and she had tired feet. And when the bus driver told her to give up her seat to a white patron, she refused because she had tired feet mm -hmm. and it had been a long day and she was tired of How many of us heard that story? And she though, didn't give up real. her seat. And she marched with Martin Luther King, and she believed in nonviolence. And I guess he must have looked at my face and saw that I was a little less than impressed by his um, history lesson. And, and so he stopped, and he's like, Dad, what's wrong? What, what, what did I get wrong? I said, son, you didn't get anything wrong, but I think your teacher got a whole lot of things wrong. 
He said, he said well, what do you mean? I said, Rosa Parks was not tired. Uh, she was not old. Um, and she certainly didn't have tired feet. He said, what? I said, yes. Rosa Parks was only 42 years old. It's a great age to be, by the way. Yeah, you're shocked, right? Never heard that. Rosa Parks was only 42 years old. She had only worked six hours that day, and she was a seamstress. And her feet were just fine. The only thing that she was tired of was she was tired of inequality. She was tired of oppression. And my son said, well, why would my teacher, you know, tell me this thing? You know, this is, this is confusing for me because he, he, he loved this teacher. And she was, a, she was a good teacher, a youngish, you know, 20-something white woman, really, really smart, pushed him. So I liked her as well. But he was confused. Why would she tell me this, he said. He said, Dad, tell me more. Tell me more. Tell me more about Rosa Parks. And I said, son, I'll do you, I'll do you one better. He was like, what? I said, I'm going to buy her autobiography, and I'm going to let you read it yourself. <laughs> so as you can imagine, Elijah wasn't too... But you, you get what I'm saying? Like, how, how history is told. And this is what my history teacher told me. And I didn't like history until I uh, went to KCC, right? And um, shout out to my history teacher, um, and rest in peace to him as well, Benjamin. Uh, he was one of my professors over at KCC, and like he made history. He made you like history. You know what I'm saying? He made you like like. I was already in school to be a teacher, but my secondary was definitely going to be history because I'm like, man, I like history so much. Like I'm always trying to find out something new, and so like for someone to spread nonsense like this, you heard kids say this though. You know what I'm saying? We heard mm -hmm. the story of Rosa Parks being. Oh, and she was tired from work, and but we, like, we didn't like fact check it, mm -hmm. and so nowadays it's so easy to get the the uh, the untruth out there, the, the lies, the what people want to say. You know, through social media and, and social media allowing that. You you seen that big hit that Facebook took when they said that they allow stuff that haven't been fact checked get on Facebook and then get shared millions and millions and millions of times and it's it's funny that facts doesn't get shared as much as unfacts you know what i'm saying and so like when we live in a world that we live in today i feel that we got to do better we got to go right to the source that's why I like I, I i always gravitate to older people because they have history and as soon soon after they pass we won't have that history no more if you haven't gotten it right you you sure. gotta hear these stories like that they know. I mean, it's some um, some history here in the city of Battle Creek that you might not know about. Like we got to know like where we've been and where we come from and where we're going. And we need to be strategic about sitting down with our elders and our grandmothers and such and and recording that history. Like that's one thing that I love doing with my grandmother. Keep going. Is um I, I love listening to her stories and my daughter is the same way. Um, we sit down and we write down stuff because she's starting to develop um, Alzheimer's, and certain things she doesn't remember past a certain date. So, but she can tell you everything that happened in the early, you know, in mid 1900s. Like she got that down pat. So right. we we've started recording some of her stories and conversations that we have with her, just because we want to make sure that we can pass those on to my grandchildren and my great grandchildren. All sixteen of them. <laughs> Don't wish that on my baby. 
Because she's going to drop them off in my house, though. So, so I mean, I agree with you. Like, we do need to take the time and, like, get to know and write, help our elders write the history for us, right? Right. And pass on some of them recipes. I was talking to my sister the other day. My mom is getting old. And I'm like, man, mom got some good recipes, man. We need to, like... My macaroni and cheese, everybody be like, that's your fire, but uh, that's my mama recipe with a little Derek, you know what I'm saying? I, I just like, you know, spiced it up a little bit. Not but spice, but, you know. A but, little sprinkle of originality. Yeah. So, like, she got some recipes that I need, you know what I'm saying? You do too, you know, that cake, that pound cake. I was just And so that's my that. grandmother's recipe. I have, I have her sister's lemon cake recipe and her lemon pound cake recipe. And my grandmother has a million-dollar pound cake recipe that she always made. We have our family reunion first Saturday of May every single year since I've been in single digits. You know, it's always down in Alabama on our family property. And she had that cake on the table. As soon as we get to town, it's already on the table waiting for us to get there. So I made sure that I collected all the recipes that, um, you know, my great grandmother used to have and my grandmother and my grandmother's sisters. And and I keep those. And and the only person I shared them with so far is my child. So I, I look forward to passing those on. I just feel like in general, uh, we just like not only take that information for the elder, but us we are elders to someone too right. like also pass the knowledge that we have down to somebody i think in a um, black community it's always been that we always had a mindset is that i gotta make it first before i give anybody this information or or whatnot or i'm not gonna help nobody else until i make it to the top or i made it to the top you should be able to get to the top too you know what i'm saying so like we need to start sharing some of our successes with our brothers, our sisters, our communities. I mean, I'm not telling you just tell them every single thing because you know what happens mm-hmm. when that happens. But we need to start sharing. And the other thing that needs to happen is we as parents have to take the responsibility to teach the correct history to our children. Like that's how I knew what really went on is because my dad made sure that before they taught it in school, he taught it at home. He had a library. He has a library still to this day with over a thousand books. And he had books that he made us read so that we knew what was the real history of African-Americans. And when they got ready to teach it at school and I was like, that's not what I learned. They're like, well, who, who'd you learn it from? I was like, let me bring my daddy for show and tell. <laughs> and I brought my daddy for show and tell. My brother did the same thing. And so did my daughter. And, and they always loved it because the teachers don't always get that information. And a lot of them don't feel comfortable reaching out and finding it on their own. That is true. Like, very true. Uh, like, it's history even within that. Like, I'm glad that your father is able to do that. But you know how many people, um, even when we're talking about fathers, don't it's fatherless, you know, right. grandfatherless. Yeah. So you you miss out on all of them stories right there. Like, our community is already hurting just by that. And so that's why I'm saying, like, us as uh, elders can also reach out to other people that's not within your family and give that knowledge as well. Right. I don't know who out there watching. What y'all got to say? Black guys, what you got to say? Besides that, it's hot in this studio. It is I know. Hot. I just got hot, man. Hmm? I'm about to say, okay, Google, cut off heat. <laughs> Listen, only thing I got to say right now, I'm waiting on my taxes. And I hope everybody did their taxes right this year. With all this uh, money y'all was getting from the government. Man, they got it on 74 degrees in here. So you're going to put it on 59? Don't tell my story. Like, yeah, until I get out of here. 
it's all right when you like when the cameras and these lights ain't on. But okay, the lights are a little hot. Yeah, so yeah. I still haven't filed my taxes. Me I either. Uh, I just got it out the way. Unemployment. I'm still waiting on um my um. You can just go online and get it because that's not they, there. They, they got a um. I got mine. They said they're not gonna have it until the end of February. No. I haven't went on there since then, but yeah, this you can go get the time. number. Yeah, all the all the numbers or whatever. I don't be rushing long if I do it before um the, the deadline for the business to be due. I'm good, and I like to get my stuff when everybody else don't have their money all the time too, <laughs> because y'all be going crazy for the first two months, man. And I just want to you know do something. Crab oils is gonna be on all no the lives left in the store. <laughs> the funny thing is the government take that money from you and invest it in stuff, and then we get it back from them after they have made millions to thousands or thousands to millions of dollars on your money that they let that you let them borrow. Mm-hmm. Let's put it like that: you let them borrow for a couple months, and then they give it back to us, and then we just go spend it. And I'm one of them, you know. So I'm just spending them. But I'm about to start investing my stuff. Like, if it ain't going to make money, then what's the point of me putting it down there? You know what I'm saying? So it's always trying to get a result out of everything that I do. So every solution comes out with some type of result. It ain't always got to be monetary. It can also be like, you know what I'm saying? Unique, you need a video, I need a cake. You know what I'm saying? Or Ice, you need need, um, a video done, I need you to come. Um, to the studio real quick and help me do this, you know. So like different stuff like that. And Bonica, you do a good job at doing. That. I know you talked about that the last time we was on a uh, uh, podcast. Like you like the bartering system and yeah. you like to trade and all that great stuff. That's like what our ancestors and stuff used to do. Trade absolutely. Trade, so and I love that because I was always a single mom, even when I first started my business, and I didn't always have the extra money for stuff, but I wanted to support. So if I want to support what you got going on and I can bake a cake and you can and do a do a video or a photo shoot or something like that and we can swap, that works. I do the same thing with my cousin. She does T-shirts and all kind of stuff like and novelties and shea butters and candles and all kind of stuff. She in the city? Yeah. Um, Katina Sims, Lady T Novelties. And I make sure she does. Oh, that's the. Uh, she did the, the sweatshirt I got on. This is one of my older ones, but this is one of my favorites. That's the twins. Um, grandma. Yes. Yes. That ain't small world. Yes. But we trade all the time. And it's like, hey, you know, somebody got a birthday coming up, but I made you this. Like, she forever posting stuff on Facebook, and she done made an apron with a matching hat and a cutting board. And I'm like, I was like, okay, that's my logo. Like, I need all that. And we, we just trade all the time. How do you feel about, like, when you see one business thriving, it seems like it's multiple business. I'm going to give you this question to you first, black guys. Like, <laughs> multiple. Because we business owners. Yeah. And, and we at that point where we, like, you know, sometimes as a business owner, you look like, man, I just want to give up. Like, mm-hmm. it's not about giving up. But you get what I'm saying? Like, it's that feeling like, man, if I put this new project out, I know, like, in three weeks, somebody else going to have it. I remember when it wasn't nobody that had the 360 spin. Now I got man, everybody. It's like 20 360 spins. So it's. Like and then it's a popularity city already, so I don't win there. But so, how do you feel about that? Like, uh, like opening up multiple of the same thing instead of working together and build something bigger. I think that's a and we and, and, and I'm sorry, it ain't got to be about business either because I'm thinking about just business. Let's just put it like this: it's two football um, programs in the city. Yeah, you got new level sports. Actually, it's probably more than that. You got new level sports. You got the uh, Battle Creek Bearcats. You also got Lakeview. Got their own thing. You got Penfield. Got their own thing. How do you feel about everybody doing their own thing and not working together? But what's wrong with that? 
What's wrong with it is because then, like, you got that, that makes the person have to choose. Okay, what's wrong with having a choice? You can have a choice, but do we have to have that many choices? But this is the thing. You, and then it's you not want options. No, I don't want options. You don't need options. You might not. I want options. No, I don't need options because then money can go to one place. That's how I feel. Monies can go to one place. Far as grants and stuff can go to one place instead of getting split up and make yeah. something. To me, it makes something bigger. That's how I feel. You might well, not. Feel I, something. I you don't. don't feel I that don't way. feel like that. You know. I think the best example of that is the churches. You got ten churches on the same I said street, that, same I said corner, the don't. and they struggling to pay their bills and this and that, and everybody want to be the head pastor instead of three churches coming together to make one. Well, Nika said that you should have a choice. You should have a choice. You should have a choice, but when do you say it's enough? It's enough. Okay, but this is my thing. If another so, marijuana spot open up, I'm be like, well, I might have to kill myself. But like, okay. it's enough. It's enough. <laughs> so this is my thing, and I'll relate it back to me. So I've owned a cake business for eleven years. Okay, I'm proud and and happy and support. The other people that do cakes. There are other black women in the city that do cakes that I support. And Latinos. And Latinos. Like, I I support other people. Like, it's not just about me. Because sometimes I don't want to make my own cake. Sometimes I need to hit Marquita up because I need chocolate-covered strawberries. Because I know if I go home and I buy strawberries and chocolate, I'm going to eat that whole thing of strawberries. So I do. I go down there and buy strawberries all the time. You know, like, I there there doesn't always have to be competition just because we do the same thing. And I, we all offer different things. Th- that's a different we offer different things. I wasn't even talking about like somebody that doesn't offer different things. It's different when you have a choice and somebody's offering a different thing. I'm talking about businesses that's open up this, despite of you having your business and they want to copy exactly what you did with the same recipe with everything that you got going on. That's happening in the city right now. It absolutely is. So I'm saying about that. I'm not saying somebody that got, you know, got... You know I was just trying to relate it back to oh, okay. me, but like, like yeah, but cause... like that's that's flattery. Like people are copying people's ideas word for word. Like our city is full of that. But more power to you. Shout out to PNK Deals. You know she pull up. I got to say <laughs> something about her. Um, PNK Deals, the only store in the city that I will support. Um, they got them deals. Shout out to them because they support us. Like Absolutely. I always will always will always support our people, but I would support the people that support me first. Oh yeah. Right. Right. So like I I'm not saying that I won't come to your business to support you because you ain't gonna support me. I think sometimes I feel like I gotta support you for I can have one over on you for you can be like, Yeah, you know what? I might have to support Derek on this one <laughs> or whatever. But Keona and Paul have been like to our business moments forever photography whatever it is have been great they've been great to the city uh, pnk deals open up tomorrow at 10 o'clock in the morning and i hope i'm number five in line at least man they got some great stuff like i said doors open at 10 that line start um, they start lining up before Keon, uh, Keona and paul gets there right uh, and jasmine be hating the way that i walk so hopefully she go to pnk deals with me tomorrow and get this um computer desk before somebody else get it uh, PNK Deals is a big sponsor of What's Poppin' Podcast. PNK Deals always had them deals. And it always make me feel like I'm a thief, man. I found so much good like, stuff in there. We got some big I didn't even see what Jasmine got there the other day for the two dollar <laughs> two dollar um they had two dollar Wednesday and two dollar Thursday. I, I was in there Wednesday. 
Yeah. My mom got a case of um, 20 ounce styrofoam cups, like a whole case for $2. Yeah, I started to <laughs> grab that for the studio. Look, I was there unloading stuff. So some of the stuff I can see behind the scenes, but I'll be trying to give people a chance. <laughs> I ain't going to lie. I've gotten so much stuff out of there in the like, last two weeks. King size sheet sets that are like one ninety on Amazon right now that were like Stop $2. saying all these prices though, because then they might mark the prices up. I seen I they marked not. the I seen they marked that desk up ten dollars <laughs> more than um um uh, last week. So I don't don't tell them that we're getting them deals like that, but they Look, still I'm gonna mark mad. it down that it's affordable though. I might be saying a joke or something just a few minutes ago, but it's still gonna be affordable. And they think about the people. You know how I know because I'm there when they like yeah, that air fryer is gonna be ten dollars. I'm like, what? <laughs> that's a that's a hundred and fifty dollar. That, that's a hundred and fifty dollar air fryer. And you got people like me seeing it for ten dollars, and I pick that junk up and I ain't never open it. <laughs> Cause I got an air fryer. I have stuff like that. I got a. I bought a projector from them, a smart projector. They got Netflix and all that stuff already on it. I need one of those. I got that junk just sitting there waiting for a rainy day. <laughs> <laughs> Not literally. <laughs> They but had cell phones in there, like uh, they had unlocked cell phones, cell phones yeah. for 20 bucks. So, I mean, I don't mean to put y'all business out there, drug dealers, but PK Deals got cell phones for 20 bucks. <laughs> trap phones. <laughs> they got trap phones. <laughs> <laughs> hey, if you a cheater, PK Deals got that cell That's phone board. <laughs> you know, sometimes you got to have, but now technology is something else because you got Google uh, Voice and stuff, so you can just have a whole nother cell phone. They got them apps and everything. I know people be calling Man, me. Man, people be calling apps. me all the time. Ever since I became listed um, publicly, I swear it felt like I get the craziest calls like all the time. Like, bro, like we not even voting this week. Why you keep calling my phone? <laughs> or you got the like now this research place keep calling and like, hey, we need more uh, mail um, to participate in this program, and then we gonna pay you seventy five dollars. Like my time is way more than seventy five dollars. No, no, that's the truth. But, like, I don't know. Like, yeah, back to the business standpoint. Like, I wouldn't send businesses that are doing something different and you you provide for a community. You know what we need? You know, we talked about Washington Heights early, so I do got to bring this up. We, we need, like, stuff that the community can really utilize. Like, when you really look at Washington Heights, there's no – and I, I can't afford to do this, and I don't even know if I could afford it. Do I have a time to do it? There's no food there. At all. Like, there's no food, there's no restaurants, there's no market, there's no nothing. There's not even a food truck. Yeah. You can start by putting a food truck on that side of town. There's nothing. You got to make sure that you uh, address that with the city first for the food truck ordinance. Though. Well, we know. We, we we know it's always something. I'm just saying. And permits. I'm not going to say stuff. that it's not. not I mean, it's, you can get it. They're going to come on there. The permits part is if you're on, a prop, on city property, but they do need to come check out your food truck and make sure that it's safety and <laughs> stuff and so you got to pull permits for that but if you own somebody else's property like i can put one around here because it's our property but the city still got to come check it and stuff but back to what we were saying though but like there's nothing there and then it's not like it, it was meant for nothing to be there it's not even that many buildings there like how many buildings in washington Heights? i feel like it's only 10 <laughs> <laughs> And I can't name not out of all ten of them buildings, even the churches, I can't name like like the one that like if it wasn't nobody in there, I would be like, oh yeah, that's a nice building. No comment. The best thing in Washington Heights, um, well, I don't know what y'all because sometimes they consider um deep in there. The best thing in there is New Level Sports. I think that's the best building. 
in the gas station. Listen, don't don't be talking about the gas station, man. <laughs> the gas station is the best thing there, boy. Oh, they do sell food there, though. They do. Yeah, I was just about to say the wedgies was kind of yeah. good when I was over yeah. there at Jay for a couple of years. If before. only the ranch was cold. There you go. Yeah. I like warm ranch. But they ain't open all day. True. And they know healthy options. That's why I'm the way I am now. Have y'all been seeing me eat healthy though? Y'all y'all been watching? I seen y'all been you doing a smoothie there? today. That chicken looked good today. Man, that chicken be fire though. Like everybody be asking me. Can they make a plate dancer? It's no, because we order. <laughs> Listen, we order this stuff and it comes to our house and it's for two. Even though it probably look like it's for one person, I was sad. Listen, I was sad the first day. <laughs> the first day I opened one of the home chef meals, like now let me tell you, they don't cook this food. This is actually raw food that comes to your house, like chicken. So you definitely need to know how to cook or read directions. Either one. I mean. Sometimes reading the directions might not work for you because your stove or your pot might cook different than, but you got to know how to cook, first of all. But the first time I opened one of them packages, bro, I said, this for one day? <laughs> like, where's the rest he, of it? Listen, this for me and Jasmine? <laughs> this for us? <laughs> this one is for one chicken tender, listen, one they, scoop of rice. Listen, one man, chicken breast. <laughs> I, swear they, I swear they give us 25 green stream beans. <laughs> Four ounces they give me, of meat. If they give me, uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, I think it's six ounces. They they say it's, it's they say it's six control. ounces. But the only great thing about it is what she just said is portion control. And what I realized, them little bitty meals are making my stomach and my mind tell myself that I'm full oh. now at a certain pace. And it's also giving me back to eating regular food. During pandemic, man, it, you know, we was eating good at home. I lost weight during the pandemic, really. Mm-hmm. Well, we still in the pandemic. But, like, the bench when everybody else was gaining, because I was at home and I can cook. But then after a while, I just got tired. Like, I'm not cooking. You know what I'm saying? It's just so easy. Jazz be like, you cooking? I'm like, are you cooking? So we looking at each other like, well, what we order tonight? Well, you, you know lost. I gained so. 22 pounds during the pandemic Ooh. the first year. Oh, I found some pounds. I look, I, I was cooking pounds, breakfast, though. lunch, and dinner and dessert. Every single day. Every single day. Speaking of the pandemic, what is something good that has happened since the pandemic has arose? I th- go ahead, Bonica. I think it made people realize how, how valuable life is. Like, I, I really realized how short, you know, your time here on Earth is. I lost a lot of friends. I lost, I think, five or six classmates. And between my parents, they lost about 15 or 20 friends. Like you realize when people start dropping like flies, how important family is. Um, I think it definitely brought our family closer because we weren't like I'm used to seeing my parents three or four times a week. And there was a time where I hadn't seen my parents in like months physically. And that's hard for us because we're so close knit that it's like I talk to my mother, you know, uh, if I don't talk to her 10 times a day, she think I'm mad. Like, oh, you don't call your mama no more. Like, it was a lot, but I hadn't seen them in probably six or seven months. And that was hard, very hard. I think one of the things that I found out is that job that you have, <laughs> and you think you're going to have that job for a long time. <laughs> if you don't stop chewing it. But that job that you have, they might not just they might not care about you as much as you think they care about you. Not at all. 
Yeah. They might not have been giving you what you was worth. You've seen so many jobs jump from when 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 nobody was working, when nobody was going to work. You've seen so many jobs jump from $12 to $21. Where you get this $9 extra from? <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking about people been working at the plant 20 years. Right. I went out there to work at the plant, man. I, I mean, 1955. And then that was like my first first week. And then the next week, they gave us another raise. It was like t- $22. They were trying to keep you. No, I couldn't do that job. We'll talk about that, too. But <laughs> I couldn't do that job, bro. Man, I felt like I was a... I don't want to say the S word. But y'all know, I felt like they was using me. Like, $19 sound like us a lot until you actually realize how long you be away from home. Right. Like, they was mandated... 12 hours a day, man. We was working 12 hours a day for seven days in the oh, uh, no. seven days a week, bro. Mm-mm. Standing on your feet. And I'm like, bro, can I pull a chair up to this machine? Like, why do you have to, like, why do they make you stand up if you can still do the job sitting down? Or oh, not listen about to that music? Life. Like, can I listen to music? Uh, like, something? Like, it's so boring. And then you had to have a mask on. So it was my first time, like, working uh, with a mask. And if you've been in the um, if you've been in a uh, factory before, you know how hot it get. Mm-hmm. Imagine with a mask on. Right. And so you have people working there for years, didn't never see that money before. And then all of a sudden I come in and during the pandemic, I get that 19, just off rip. Right. I feel good about that, but I also feel bad about the people that have worked and struggled mm-hmm. To come to this job and you didn't care nothing about them then to give them that raise. I seen it when they they like if you've been working there like how you said them people working there all them years, right? They still didn't give them the raise. The new yeah. people got paid more than them. Oh no, at least them, least least. At, I seen some jobs do that. I seen that happen too, because <laughs> when I for those of y'all that don't know, I worked at McDonald's and people said I was crazy, right? And so I get in there, I'm like, yeah, I'm making. I think I was making 15. I can't remember what I was making, but that's still jump change. I was making 15, and so the guy that was training me or who was the crew leader, because nowadays you go into McDonald's, man, you crew leader, but next week. Because it was like short people. <laughs> Started on the So time. then all the young people, because, you know, in the summertime is when they really was rehiring. So a lot of the young people was like team um, team leaders and stuff. So the team leaders, kids can't get paid um, that much because they can't even work as many hours as an adult. So he was getting paid $9 an hour. So I slipped up and said, man, why are you complaining? We we can pay $15 an hour. <laughs> That's exactly why when you get hired somewhere, they be like, don't tell nobody what you no, but no, It don't matter because the sign does say $15 an hour outside. It, says, wow. it really say up to $15, but you get what I'm saying? Right. Um, Keona says she's seen that too. Yeah, I've seen that happen. Like, where you get paid more. I mean, when I was over there at the job, at the spot, man, it's, the neighborhoods was getting paid more than us. I'm like, what? I get paid no, more than no us. And, and, we, and we, we doing the same job. <laughs> but we did have benefits. I guess that's what they called it. So, and then a lot of jobs coming back and said, like, we're going to give you benefits. We're going to give you this. It, this is a time for change. You know, that's what I think coronavirus mm-hmm. is. Like, if you was in a relationship and you, you you was tired of that relationship, this was a great time that, you know what? Uh, we need to <laughs> so, <laughs> we we need need distance. <laughs> this is what the, this was a great time to see if your marriage is this this tests a lot of marriages yeah, too. A lot home all because day. dang yeah. if, I, if I'm not tired of seeing Jasmine <laughs> and she's not fair. tired of seeing me I'm like man let me go to the studio today man it I'm was a lot of marriages that did not make it through the pandemic and it tested a lot of people because you were stuck in the house 
stuck in a house, and we really played that um, quarantine to the footage. Like, we didn't go nowhere. Right. We probably went to mom and dad's house, and we still, I was just thinking about this, too. Like, we don't even go to mom and dad's house like that. Um, like, we used to be over there all the time. Like, I remember when we first got married, like, we was over there, like, every single day. I forgot y'all can't see them comments. I'm sorry. But uh, we was over there every single day, right? And doing it, I mean, not every single day, but at least once a weekend, cooking and stuff. But now I'm seeing them once a month and stuff. So that is scary and not going down to seeing my family in Detroit. Um, or, you know, like people having real surgeries or births and only one person can be in the uh, studio. That's the scary I mean, part studio in the hospital. Have, you don't have anybody to advocate for you. Right. That's a lot. I remember it was a point where nobody can go into the hospital, but then they start to say one person can come in there. But the great thing is they said that it's going down. The numbers are going down. And I can say I have not heard nobody say that they had it in a while. Had what? That, that C word. Oh, yeah. I know people that have well, it right officially now. got rid of oh. the uh, mask. Well, I don't go nowhere, so that's yeah. probably why. It's <laughs> a lot of people that have it right now in Battle Creek. But isn't it funny, like, when it first started, it was like, Oh, nothing to worry about, guys. Just wear a mask. Put a lot of hand sanitizer on. It's going to be all right. <laughs> so I Then it came out and said, uh, that's not going to work, guys. You guys are going to go, you got to, you got to, going to do that, but you got to add some more ingredients in this called getting the vaccine. Not just one shot, two shots, unless you get the Johnson and Johnson, that might kill you. Well, it don't work. <laughs> then they started saying, like, listen, <laughs> y'all peoples, y'all peoples better stay in the house. Cause this Omicron, this Omicron is going through masks. This Omicron going past the uh, viruses. This this um, Omicron going through the um, the vaccines and all that great stuff, man. It's crazy. It was definitely something different. So I had it in December of 2019, and I got sick um, probably right before Christmas, and then I was sick until the third week of March. So it popped up to the world the 17th of March, I believe is the day then the, that the world shut down. So I had, I was still having symptoms till the end of March. And then that triggered my, like my lupus went into a flare April 1st because I had been down for almost three months. So the second time I had it, I had just start having like shortness of breath issues. Um, I, I want to say it was like uh, March of this past year. And I went to the hospital and they did, chest x-rays and, and the doctor asked me when did you have COVID and I said why would you say that and he said because you've got scarring on the bottom of both of your lungs mm. so that was from the first time and then I end up cutting my hand November 2nd and because I couldn't wash my hands I caught COVID November 11th and like this time now I'm losing oxygen in the middle of the night so like and I was wearing my mask I, I may, I'm an avid hand washer to the point where it wears the skin off the back of my hands. And, you know, I was in the house by myself. So, like, I definitely think there, that hand washing has got a lot to do with it. You know, your, your contact that you come, how you come in contact with people, um, definitely the spaces that you're in. And, and somebody, I won't say who, told me, you have to watch kissing on, on these boys because that's how you pass the COVIDs. And I'm like, wait, what? Like, I had a whole older conversation with somebody that is in their 80s that told me, you have to watch your, your interactions. Like, I ain't touched my husband during the whole pandemic because that's where you get the COVIDs. Well, your husband been touching someone. <laughs> 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 
Like it, it's about your interactions with people and how you wash your hands, you know. My boy Black Eye sleepy. He got to get on out of here. So let him get on out of here and then let me play sponsors. Like We're not going to be here uh, much longer, but let me go ahead and play our sponsors, PNK Deals. That's right, PNK deals, getting them deals tomorrow. Y'all better be standing in line because I will be standing in line for one of them desks tomorrow, man. If one of them desks go off the shelf before I get there, I'm going to cry, <laughs> like, really, really cry. Like, I need a desk. I think I'm about to open up, uh, like, have an office in the basement next to the treadmill. So it gives me more motivation than be like, oh, I ain't doing that right now. Let me. I got a couple treadmill. ring lights out of there for under $5. So, yeah. That's definitely, they definitely have some amazing deals. Now, I haven't got the chance to get no ring lights yet, but I did get some studio lights um, last week uh, for $20, so mm. I did get that. Uh, I think I need some more lights or brighter lights than that. Uh, actually, we need some lights behind us for, um, I mean, this shot right here is good, mm -hmm. but a lot of shots you can tell um, what's not good because you can start to see, like, the greeny coming out, so... Mm -hmm. That means that it's not lit behind us, right, correctly, because everything had to be um, evenly. But a lot of people had COVID and didn't realize. I don't know if I had COVID. I wasn't sick. I didn't do anything. I can tell y'all the first time I thought I had COVID, and it was one of the scariest things ever, right? So we went to Atlanta like when the pandemic, before the pandemic was a pandemic. You know what I'm saying? Trump was saying like, it's COVID, but don't be worried. You know what I'm saying? So nobody was worried. And a lot of people that, that November before, a lot of people at my job got sick. I didn't get sick, but a lot of people got sick, like really, 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 really sick. And this before we knew the word COVID. And so I'm like, that's probably when, you know, a lot of people I knew had it. Right. But then in February, my homeboy got married. But before that, I think the week before that, we went to Vegas. So we we traveling. During this whole time. And the next weekend, we was in Atlanta for the wedding. Mm -hmm. That's when everything, like, during that weekend, everything started to shut down. Right. I actually thought they wasn't going to have a wedding because everything was starting to shut down and saying, like, if you got more than 100 people, we not, you know, we go refund you your money. You're not having a wedding. So let me um, put you, uh, let you picture this. So I get off the plane, me and Jasmine, got the mask on. Walking through Atlanta Airport, which that is a huge airport compared to Detroit Airport. Mm -hmm. That's a different story. So we walk through the airport. We never put our bags um, under the plane so we don't have to wait for bags. So when we get there, we seem like, I feel like that. He was like a um, a homeless person, right? Mm -hmm. And he starts staggering and like, what the heck is going on with him? 
So then security guard came and started, like, they made, like, a circle around, like, basically trying to tell people to get back. So I'm like, dang, is this virus, is this virus really something, like, that's about to kill us? Because the way that they were acting, like, this, like whatever he airborne, had. Yeah. yeah, whatever he had, you know, so... Later on that day, we go check into our Airbnb with our friends and stuff because we couldn't. Well, we used to stay with my boy, but they they the ones that get married. So we just thought that all of our friends that I grew up with, we gonna stay in the Airbnb. I get to the Airbnb, I'm feeling good, but everybody go to sleep. Now I feel like, oh my god, my throat itchy. <laughs> like, do I got COVID? Like, start like, panicking. That's like one of the signs. Like, you know, so. I'm like, oh my God, what am I about to do? Do I call everybody? I'm I'm the best man in the way. Right. Do I tell everybody like, man, I might got COVID and they can't go? Right. Like, you know, you just had that thought and it's like it was you feel all, like a hypochondriac. That's what Jasmine always say. Yes. And so I started drinking tea and then like the next day I was like, I feel better. We're like, how do I feel better? So it wasn't COVID. <laughs> but the point of it, that was like the scariest time. Like, oh my God, do I tell like I think that is so scary for somebody to tell somebody like, bro, I think I, got, I might got COVID. Right. Because we treat COVID. I mean, it is dangerous, but we treat it like it's an STD. Like, you better get away from me. Right. You know, like nowadays, it's the cooties. Nowadays, you can't even cough around nobody. Right. Like, if you cough right now, well, I might have to smack you. <laughs> you sniffle earlier, and I'm sitting here like, oh, shit. <laughs> you cough around me, I might have to smack you. <laughs> this gum gets so dry so fast. Oh, goodness. Man, we about to get on out of here um, in a uh, few minutes. I think we got five minutes left. Uh, anything you want to say? Nope. Just thanks for having me on. I always enjoy talking Man, to listen, you. Listen, we, we've been talking before we on air. We've only been air. We on, we've been on air for an hour. Um, Has it been that long? Yeah, it's been 49 minutes here on this recording. Oh, wow. And up there streaming, we've been on for 54 minutes. So shout out to everybody that stopped by. Shout out to everybody that's going to watch this show later. Uh, I don't know what's going on in the world. Just know that next Wednesday we will be doing a podcast. We won't have nobody interviewing. Maybe Monika can come back on here. And we're just going to be talking like we was today, just talking about random stuff. And then to start in March, um, we're going to celebrate the great women. Um, of the city, and so March is Women's History Month. I'm mad that I didn't put the flyers up already, but they will be up Wednesday, and we're gonna start promoting them. Um, so far, we got three, um, three women, women's women, right? women. We got three women that will be. <laughs> that, that was like what? Three women that's going to be on the show on three different Wednesdays. Um, we're looking for some um, female co-hosts. Besides, I'm, I'm gonna be on the show. And then we, I'm looking for each week, or it can be the same person that can co-host um, um, Wednesday. I think Amanda Richie is coming in on the first day. Mm. Um, she's gonna be a co-host, but um, I think her name is Audrey Graham. Yep. Um, she's gonna be the first person to be on the show. I think Amanda um, recommended me to reach out to her. We're gonna have Nita um, be on the show. I think the week after that. Uh, no. Nita will be on the third week. We're going to have um, so good on the show that <laughs> second Wednesday. So That's a good lineup. All, all of these people have been doing a lot, not only for their families, not only for the black community, but also for themselves. So they've been doing good, and they're going to come with knowledge. Um, we got my boy um, James Williams that's going to be on the show, um, not this Saturday, not today. Today's Saturday or Friday? Today's Friday. Today's Friday. Not tomorrow, Saturday, but the Saturday before. 
I mean, it's Saturday <laughs> after. Yeah, I, I need to get off air. The Saturday after, he's going to be in the building, man. We're going to be talking about basically like the how he feel um, being black in America. How does it feel to um, um, own a business? How does it feel to be fit? Because that boy, he fit, man. He be posting bit, videos, always exercise. Like, man. Doing the CrossFit stuff. Like, I man, like, like, sit down somewhere, man. You're making me look like I don't, want, <laughs> I don't even really want him on my show, to be honest, man. Listen, I don't want you on my show. Make really, him wear like four make, shirts and a Yeah, you got to wear 10 shirts when you get on the show. And a triple on back the, on the show. And a coat Yeah, with some fur on it. Because, God, Lee, I don't want to sit next to this brother. This is way strong. You know, he, he's so strong, he might pull on the mic and break the mic. No, I'm just playing. But Like, I saw him do, like, something where he jumped from the ground and he, like, jumped man, up, like, he, 15 feet. He, like, he ain't the tallest brother in the world, but he gets up there. He got hot. So, right. shout out to him. He's going to be on the show. Um. On the 26th, I think that Saturday is, at 7 p.m. Just doing a special show for him, man. Every time he come back into the city, he always doing stuff. We never connect. So this is going to be a great time to connect. He's a good To dude. hear about a lot that he has done in the community and a lot that he planned on doing in the community. It's I'm not from Battle Creek, but I can imagine how it is being from Battle Creek, living somewhere else, and then want to give back to your community. Right? That's so, love. And he does that year after year with some of the things that he do. And we appreciate him. Shout out to um, everybody that's pulled up on us today. Uh, you know, if you're not doing this right here, following me, y'all need to go ahead and follow. Follow me right now, y'all, on YouTube, on Twitch, and also Facebook. We're going to be doing a deal or no deal on my birthday, so I just want y'all to know that because I'm saying that deal or no deal in the um, the highest case it's going to be $1,000. I want in. So how you got to be on that show is we're not even going to be on Facebook. We're not going to be on YouTube. We're going to be on Twitch only. So make sure you guys download Twitch and make sure you guys subscribe. If I was you, I wouldn't subscribe until that day because anybody that subscribes is going to be automatically entered into that raffle to get pulled to see who actually is going to be a part of that deal or no deal. Mm -hmm. You don't have to be present in the studio to do that. But that's why I need y'all to download Twitch because then we're going to give you some further instructions to download Discord. Or I don't know if we're going to use Zoom yet, but I think Discord is better than Zoom. But we'll figure it out before then how we're going to do video um, for it to be live. Mm. And then you can pick a box and then we can give you. Um, I think Black Ice is going to be um, the banker and keep up with. It's going to be fun, though. So I can't wait to that. That's going to be on my birthday. That's going to be my birthday weekend. My birthday is on the 25th on a Wednesday. I was thinking about doing it on Wednesday, but we also going to be drinking, and I don't think I want to drink on a Wednesday. 25th of May. So we got time for y'all to go ahead and download Twitch. Go ahead and subscribe to that guy 88 And so, if like I said, go ahead and follow me. Need a tambourine. And listen, the only thing I want y'all to understand is that I just do this because I want to be successful. I just want to be, I just want to be successful. Shout out to everybody that's, this is not your first time you've been following us. We appreciate y'all. And guess what? Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. And listen, we about to get on out of here, but it's for y'all out there, man, that's been watching us, supporting us, the sponsorships, all that great stuff. And we're going to get out of here because I'm that guy. What's up, man? You tuned in to What's Poppin' Podcast. You already know who poppin'. We poppin'. I'm Funny Guy 88, your host. Or you can call me that guy because I'm that guy. And you already know. We poppin'. JK be going crazy.
I mean, we appreciate y'all watching us. We appreciate you coming out and chilling with us, having us in your living room, your car, whatever you got us in. This will be on Twitch. This will be on uh, Facebook. And it's also going to be on Apple's um, podcast, Google Podcasts, and Spotify Podcasts. Once I take it off the uh, mixer, it will be on there. So shout out to y'all. Appreciate y'all. See y'all Wednesday at 7 p.m. Every episode we talking. What's popping? What's popping? What's popping? We popping. What's popping? What's popping? What's popping? We popping. Share that. Share that. Share that. Share that. We popping. We popping. We popping. Tune in Wednesday, 7 p.m. every week here on What's Poppin' Podcast.